You deliberately off key bastard. Hello and welcome to Regular Features. My episode 183. My name's episode 183. My name's Matt Lees. <laughs> I'm joined by. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to do that naturalistic film thing where yeah, people talk about each other. It's, it's fine. fine. Like, we just uh, compact all of the information into one overlaid sentence and then people can kind of decode it at home. Who are you? Jonathan Blythe. I like you. And I'm Steve Hogarty. And Hang today, on, i say my name again. Oh. I'm Jonathan Blythe. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, there's my ego falling out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and what have we got on the show tonight? Well, on the show tonight, Matthew. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I will be. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I've got. I've got a feature about women. And the things what they say that they are. I'm going to aren't. I'm going to go to virtual reality <laughs> and what I learned about virtual reality in America. And I'm going to be dwelling on the imminent death of my nan. Cool. Seriously. <laughs> She's in hospital right now and very unhappy. <laughs> it's like cereal. It's real. It's live. It's happening. It's raw. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Pow. I'm pretending we're all Jonathan Ross. <laughs> As I get my regular features, I am in paradise. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I don't. Log shut up about your dead now. You've got holidays. I don't, go I don't want to go first. <laughs> he had a holiday. I sort of had a work thing. We want to talk about that. Sure, your nan's dying right now, but I don't well, see any... I am pushing it, the, the tragedy plus time equals comedy, into sort of like inverse proportional dimension now, because she's not dead, but she might be by the time you're listening to this. Oh, wow. Wow, Nan. Way to crank up the tension. You're a true master of drama. Wow. I've always should... respected that about you. R.I.P. maybe. We should continue to <laughs> ramp up the ramp up the tension through throughout the podcast. You can just periodically remind everybody that your nan might be dying right now. If my phone can... if my phone buzzes, I am getting the texts. Wow. So we can tell you, have you got an if this then that set up? <laughs> no, just a mum who sometimes texts. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't need IFTT, do you? If mum <laughs> if mum texts, make my phone vibrate. <laughs> if Nan dies, post to Tumblr. In the comedy <laughs> equals tragedy plus time equation, what happens if the comedy comes before the tragedy? Is it like a, some sort of comedy warp field? Well, I don't know. Perhaps a Higgs you, you boson got, produced. What well, like when you got years? there first? before the tragedy yeah well actually no it just doesn't work yeah maybe you caused the tragedy maybe it's become a self-fulfilling prophecy because for Mm. years at Leeds Festival people used to go around shouting that Scylla Black was dead before people had smartphones and then eventually of course she did die and it wasn't like funnier and prescient so prescient yeah I mean like they kind of they, they got the they guessed it, but they were just about a decade early. Um, but it did mean that whilst that joke was quite funny at the time, it became like it didn't become any funnier or less funny when it actually happened. I was but, coming home on the train uh, last week, and I learned that Paul Daniels had died. And I turned to Reese and said, "Reese, Paul Daniels has just died." And then the people in the seats behind me said, "What? Paul Daniels has died?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Paul Daniels has just died. And the rumour spread, the rumour, the fact spread along the train 
Like everybody, Paul Daniels has died, and then the train came to a stop, and the driver said, "Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Daniels has died. The train will now reverse <laughs> to see if we can stop this from ever happening. If we just all retrace our footsteps to the point when he was last alive, and then stay perfectly still." <laughs> Oh, I think this yeah. is a fantastic British reboot of Source Code. <laughs> Steve repeatedly on the same train over and over again, wondering if there's anything you can do. Yeah. There, oh, man. There is, an, there is a, there's a fervour around the deaths of celebrities. There's a sadness, but also a buzz that is... That has inspired are, many think pieces. They are not to admit the illicit thrill of a dead celeb. Well, yeah, I mean... To my mind, you don't know that celebrity, so why should you be so excited by it? Whereas I've got every reason to be thrilled by the imminent death of my grandmother. <laughs> what? What? Why are you looking at me like that, Matt? <laughs> uh, the, the ways you approach grief are oh, interesting I... and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we can all learn from this. I just, yeah. I'm just sad that it's like at this stage. I still got a grandmother, so I've still got some last vestige of youth. Yeah. Old. How could you? That's, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, surely she's no Good place on this planet. Because I reckon say, I yeah. won't have any in about five years. Really? really? I put a bet on that. If we had any, have we got any uh, any listeners who work for betting companies? You want to bet that your grandparents will be totally animated before mine are? I'll take that. Well, bet. No, yeah. no, 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 no. And I'll no, also no, buy no. a gun. <laughs> I'll take this little pillow. <laughs> this little face-sized not pillow. Before, not before yours are, because as we as we've stated, you know, your, your grandma's like, I thought your phone went off. Now I'll keep, I'm going to keep thinking your phone's going off. It's oh, not, she could pull. It's for not it. a race. It's not a race. Oh. So I went to uh, San Francisco for the Games Developers Conference. You're not week. doing the dead man first. No, no, no. no, right. no. Okay. Right. He's going to keep popping it in so that everyone's reminded of mortality. Yeah. In a really horrible way. And it's remind everyone to enjoy your features all the more. So you've got to live your life yeah. while you're alive. Haven't you've you? got to. You've got to just <laughs> ignore all that stuff and enjoy your life while you can. And actually on that note of ignoring reality and enjoying life while you can, the most disturbing thing about GDC for me this year was the fact that you had all these geeks from around the world flying around to try virtual reality where you can basically imagine you're in another place doing other things. And this was happening in San Francisco, a city full of homeless people on hallucinogenic drugs who are literally <laughs> walking around as if they're in another place doing other things mm. and being totally ignored. And this that weird, that was really strange for me, being like having people queuing up to get the same experience that these people on the streets were having in a really unpleasant way. It's honestly like when you watch lots of people with these headsets on, like moving around doing things as if like the, the world isn't around them and then see the same people doing it without headsets. It's, it's, it's hard it not to draw it. I would not do in a room with people watching. If I went to one of these press events, I'd say, put me in a dignified room. I don't want to be one of those faces on a Tumblr blog of fat blokes with ginger beers with their mouths agape looking like fucking idiots. <laughs> well, I want a hang glider. <laughs> and also, I've had so many people saying, what, why are you testing so many VR units? It's always fat blokes with ginger beers. <laughs> I, I, I punched someone in the back of the head when I had a go on it because what's amazing is that, yeah, a lot of the time when, when it all started out, it was all swanky big booths where it's like you go into this little thing they shut the door and you've got like all this room around you to mess around, etc. But now, as it's kind of more prevalent and more people have the headsets, 
You just have people at conventions like you do with normal demo booths where they just have one little screen and a little bit of space on a kind of long stretch of thing with lots of different games. And it means you put this headset on and as far as you're concerned, you're in this big digital space. But there are literally people standing about a foot and a half to your left playing other games. It is is stupid, but it's also amazing when you like reach out and go bump and then just hit something and it's not in the world. And because you're looking at things, you go, that's weird. I just hit something, but there's nothing there. Have you said where you were? Was Where's this virtual reality temple? Yeah, it was in the GDC in uh, San Francisco. What does GDC which, mean? It's Game Developers Conference. What's a video game? <laughs> it's, uh, oh, you've got me. Yeah, you need to. People might be listening for the first time. They don't know what a video game or a developer conference. Well, is. basically, it's where people go to talk about video games, and every now and then they get really excited about something new and pretend that it's going to change the world forever, and everything's going to be just that. So about five years ago, it was all about mobile and being like, oh, forget every other video game. All that, video that games flopped. are on mobile phones. Obviously, nobody plays mobile phone games now, obviously. Well, <laughs> they strap them straight to their eyeballs. And they, I don't know, is that something that they're That's what they're now? doing now. This year, it was all VR. And everyone was like, oh, virtual reality. And I had a go on it. And it's quite fun. Um, the thing I found about VR, which is most amusing, is the fact that when you, a lot of these things are quite these isolated spaces you go into. So I was having to go on one thing. It was like a fairground. But you're like in a fairground bit on your own with all these fairgrounds ground machines and it just meant that like I immediately became quite disinterested in playing like the little basketball hoop game and just wanted to cause trouble and started realising I could throw the basketballs around the room and I said to Dev like what happens because one game had these little rubber balls you know, throw thing I'm like what happens if I start throwing these into the holes of other machines like will they come back and he's like no and I'm like wicked <laughs> <laughs> and just start like trying to clog up like machines with things that aren't supposed to go in like, it takes us seven hours to code each basketball please don't destroy them <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant realising I could just drop it on the floor and watch it roll away and there was nothing anyone could do about it mind you I did well, spend well, about were there, were there people be able to see the ball you dropped and roll away I mean they can reset it um, so yeah no yes it was still there it still existed in the room until they reset the game the mess I'd caused remained intact oh, which was kind of fun it's confu- It's oh. difficult to know how mischievous this is it wasn't <laughs> terrible virtual- it can be are you quite being mischievous? virtually mischievous or really mischievous I don't know I mean it was weird that guy who was extremely mischievous and went around invading lady spaces for half an hour until she trauma- he traumatised both her and himself because he realised what a cunt he was yeah that was, that was the thing there, <laughs> yeah. was, there was lots of kind of quite quite cunty people things happening there this year as there always are in That's this space my, my favourite story was apparently a guy from Oculus who went to a gay mixer which is basically just a place for gay men to with gay people to meet up and like and uh, a guy from Oculus turned up to uh, to let them know that this that event was not necessary <laughs> Which really? Is, which is incredible. Who was that? I don't know. Just an Oculus employee. They've probably got loads of them because it's a big company. But I like the fact they just turned up and said, I just want to let you people know that uh, this is uh, unrequired, obviously, because it's like just creating segregation or something. Oh, fuck you. I know, which is unbelievable. Oh. Unbelievable. I know that. <laughs> I did there's not tricks like that. you in yeah. the outside of here. <laughs> but it's incredible. Like, I heard that story and I was just like, uh, did you also walk into the women's bathrooms and go, <laughs> um, just so you know, you are segregating yourselves from everyone by being in here and keeping those sweet boobies out of my eyesight. Well, it's funny because <laughs> stand for it, women. <laughs> a lot of the organisation of the event uh, has become very progressive, but there's still like kind of little flex of people who don't like that. Like they've got like gender neutral bathrooms, which is great. Why not? There's loads of bathrooms, so why not make one of them gender neutral? It's not a big deal. But I'm sure there were lots of people who went going. Plah, plah, plah. 
oh, this is unnecessary. But um, I but think then, then they thought, maybe I could see a boob. <laughs> I'm sure women get boobs out in the bathroom. But yeah, um, there was lots of VR chat. I had to go on a VR thing, which actually amazing fun. But I realised that my legs are not VR ready because it was kind of a game where you have these pistols and you can like dodge laser shots by like lunging and it goes to slow motion and you basically get to be like you in like Equilibrium or The Matrix and I loved it and I got really into it but then the next day my legs hurt so much because you're just oh. not supposed to be lunging around like 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 you're in The Matrix yeah Neo's legs would often hurt the next day <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm sure he works out before he gets involved oh, yeah. but I did hear a couple of fun stories that about was the rock, what the red pill was it was a muscle relaxant pill for legs <laughs> <laughs> and assholes <laughs> A lot of bumming in the Matrix. Yeah. They don't tell you that, but that's what the red pill does. Yeah. You, see, you see the same cat walking past the door again and again while you just bum. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, I had some fun stories about VR, which I think are two things I, th- I heard which made me laugh. One, that they found out that for a lot of people, um, it stops them making, making VR making them feel ill by quite a lot if you put a virtual nose in. So they encode in virtual noses. I heard of that, yeah, because... Uh. In your natural vision, you can you can always see your nose, but you, your brain sort of blocks it out. But if they don't physically put one in the game in front of you, then it makes a lot of people feel ill. Yeah. Which I like the idea of it being like, yeah, but you your brain knows what your nose looks like, right? So we're going to have like cameras that scan your nose. Like, please allow us to scan your nose have a before, you it. before you start going. You slide up the size of your nose. Yeah, like character creator for again, your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's brilliant. It's just actually like... It's, character creators already have nose sliders in them. I know, but just your nose. You just like... Just, just, yeah, okay. It's just one slider. Yeah. No, it's a big floating nose. You can like zoom in and spin it around and stuff. But that would mean you'd, you'd actually experience the feeling of your own nose flying off like your <laughs> uncle had just grabbed it between his finger and thumb and told you he'd stolen it. Well, that's the other thing is apparently like when things go wrong, slightly like when things glitch out a bit it makes you feel quite immediately physically sick which means like buggy games people have been playing games being a bit glitchy and buggy that's going to be a fucking thing with this it's like you're going to have to make sure that games are tight because <laughs> yeah. if you suddenly have a bug it's like people are just going to feel like really ill really quickly yeah, like, talking... your arms just fly off and go around the room <laughs> <laughs> just, as, just as a punishment never dead would be a terrible game in VR <laughs> uh, one guy I was trying to oh, was... that's a bit of an obscure one that's yeah, a but I remember, yeah. fell off <laughs> Could fall yeah, off yeah. and he has to roll around and collect them again. It was the worst game in the fucking world. <laughs> I remember you reviewing that. You were really unhappy whilst doing it. Oh, three out, I can give it three out of ten. Yeah, fair enough. I'll give them worse. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was telling me that he'd like had to work in the dev kits all the time and it meant that he was like, oh yeah, you just get really ill all the time. And every now and then something will be slightly wrong and suddenly you'll just feel like really ill, like immediately. One mm. thing which I can't get my head around said that one time it, it bugged out so that one of only one of the eyes was panning up and down when he moved his head up and down, which meant like the left and right panning was perfect. But when he looked up, one of his eyes would go up and the other one would stay at the same level. And uh, yeah. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> just imagining that makes my head go, ah. Jesus. But my favourite anecdote about VR, uh, which I heard at the show. I'm trying to simulate that by, fing- by fingering above eyeball. my eyeball and f- scrolling it down <laughs> as I look up. I didn't want to ask what you were doing. <laughs> so I was scrolling my eye like a mouse wheel. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, we heard this amazing story, and I've just been laughing about this for days. 
um, about a dev who basically found putting the headset on before he went to sleep quite soporific because he had trouble sleeping and he found that if it was like a beach or something and then he put the headset on. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, seriously. I've gone asleep in virtual reality. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. It doesn't work. Well, were <laughs> you just watching a gigantic farting bumhole above your mouth? <laughs> I was hiding behind a bush in City 17. <laughs> yeah, but like, but the ahead. fucking scanners would come by every now and then and snap a picture of you and wake you up. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like going for, going for a nap behind a hedge in City 17 sounds like the worst place to sleep in the world. Like, hey, why don't you go and have a Relaxing snooze in this oppressive sci-fi dystopia yeah. on the street. No, um, but it, he, he'd be like on a beach and he's found it like he couldn't sleep and he found that actually it'd be quite nice listening to the waves, having the beach. Um, and he did it for a while. He had to stop doing it when one night he woke up at three in the morning, didn't know where he was, but then couldn't see his hands or his body and thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. Just the idea, he just, I can't do it anymore because he, he literally thought he was dead. I almost thought he'd gone to, if not heaven, then a very tame hell. I was quite looking forward to VR porn until I realised I'd have to have my nose in there. You, it doesn't have to be your <laughs> nose. I don't, I don't want my nose in porn. That'll be the next level fancy though, won't it? It'll be like, it'll be porn and you'll be fucking somebody. <gasps> God, you'll be Pinocchio. But you'll have a big black nose. Wouldn't that be cultural appropriation? <laughs> <laughs> For the purposes of porn, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want a feature now. I don't think I want one. Now it's time for Steve's regular feature: women. Oh, you can't live with them. Actually, no, you can. I do live with a woman. Hey, I've just been reminded. We had that. You won't live with them. I won't live with them. Who's the guy who did a little video of all of the overlapping, all of the live show Steve's doing the intro? What's this? Someone has. Made yeah, this every... is brilliant. This is really good. Yeah, so someone took all the videos in the live shows and synced up my. It's James Vokes. I'll play it for you now. Okay, here we go. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You can do really easy things. Yeah. Right? He's doing now as well. My features. Like the thing with this I'll tell you after this. Oh yeah. 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 That's amazing. So that's five live show videos all synced up and why it sounds like it's kind of... It's like me coming at you from five different alternate realities and I've jumped through a portal to give you a feature. <laughs> so I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but it seemed like after you'd said that, it was, was the only relevant time. Very relevant, yes. And I thank you for the interruption, the right honourable Matt Lees. You're welcome, the right honourable <laughs> Stephen Hogarty. With good reference to James Vokes for doing that, who is a good man, I think. Yeah, James Vokes, thank you. <laughs> that was marvellous. I am Steve... And this is the feature that I do. That's my new one now. I'm going to do that one. Now. <laughs> oh. Women. And the Gasp. things what they say that they are. Well. But in carrying on with my last feature, a little story before I get to my feature. Oh, good. I hope it's, it's like how, how a woman done you wrong. <laughs> I've been on, I also went on a holiday. I went to the Caribbean. I wasn't on holiday. I was working, Steve. He went to a foreign place that was hot. That's a holiday in my books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went on an amazing holiday. I went to Nevis of St. Kitts and Nevis fame, liberated from the British in 1983, where it gained its independence but remained a Commonwealth country. Uh, it was settled 
<laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, I'm impressed yeah. that you're not actually reading this directly off your phone on a piece of paper, so I'll, I'll take this as genuine chat. Settles by the French and the British couple uh, during the colonies eras. They arrived there, set up a bunch of sugar plantations. The British and French, they fought over the islands, and the, the local Carib um, indigenous people would often fight them back. And, but it was really nice. The British and the French... It was, that doesn't sound they, really nice. They got together oh. to massacre the Carib oh, oh. Indians. And, um, yeah, killed them all. Because there's been a lot of tensions between the British and the French in the history, so it's, it's nice, nice to see when they put their differences aside yeah. Yeah, and massacred them all. And um, then they brought in loads of African slaves to run the sugar plantations, forming the, the West Indies uh, communities as we know it today. Most of my information from that does come across from Assassin's Creed's games. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, from the recent pirate one. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. kind of... That, that was the era, wasn't it? But I, I was there... There's no, there's really no way of of saying what I do or why I go to places without seeming like a dick. Just say you do. You just, just, you just end up in these places. I just go to these places. Well, you're reviewing really expensive places. Reviewing a luxury beachside villa. Yeah, if you think if you think free games. Is a problem? Yeah. All, of, all the problems that the games industry seems to have with freebies and stuff. Yeah. Oh, i got a free USB stick. Oh, I've got oh. a thing I can plug in and it's a really weak lamp that I can point <laughs> at my dock, my keyboard. It's like, oh, when I showed up at my beach villa, my butler had a rum punch ready for me. Oh, are they trying to bribe me into giving the place a good review? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it was a nice time. There were monkeys outside the villa. Now that's racist. These peewees there fight. And they would eat sea grapes in the morning and in the evening. What are sea grapes? The sea grapes, grapes you've left in the sea. The grapes that grow by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you're fed up with fruit that your butler's brought you, you just chuck it out of the window. Oh, it's a Let sea the... orange now. <laughs> it's marginally more tasty than sand apples. <laughs> um, but I would like I would go to um, the outdoor shower with a pile of fruit and I'd throw the fruit at uh, towards the monkeys. <laughs> Thinking, oh, maybe I could lure the monkeys over to me, whereupon I could catch one. <laughs> maybe I'd pop one into my foreskin and get a reach around. <laughs> but the monkeys weren't having it. Bananas, oranges, a full slice of watermelon, they just weren't having it. They love sea grapes, and sea grapes is all they wanted. And imagine that being like a boomerang. Right? Yeah. <laughs> a, a watermelon. Oh, why is this slice of watermelon <laughs> coming back? <laughs> yeah. So that's um, uh, the watermelons. Um, oh, the T-shirt. So the interesting T-shirt that I saw while I was over there. So there's, there's, this you trip. didn't find a thing that the monkeys actually did like in the end? No, they only gave a shit about sea grapes. Oh, okay. And they would just stare at me like I was a fucking asshole throwing fruit around. Look at that. <laughs> Is that a sea grape, mate? <laughs> yeah. Not a sea grape. <laughs> there was this man. He was wearing a T-shirt, and it had a picture of an astronaut standing on the moon holding a cardboard box. And above and below was written PHL7 relaunch 2014. One small step for Amazon, one giant leap for PHL7. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, okay, really? so naturally you went over to him and asked him what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> oh, he looked a bit strange. I didn't want to know what that was all about. An I Amazon employee. Anyway, now it's time for my feature. Really? You like the new thing with putting a story in. Precious few women so far. <laughs> 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 
Are you all familiar with the Meredith Brooks song, Bitch? Is that, I'm a bitch, I'm a fucker, I'm a twat, I'm a cunt. Wait. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got a quiz. Okay. <laughs> I'm really of myself. <laughs> you really should. Well, you, you, you've soaked up some of the more obvious answers right now. It's simply, can you name all of the things what Meredith Brooks says she is in the song, Bitch? Yeah. And you have to go back and forth. Log. Can I start with bitch, the obvious one? Go. Yep. What? Uh, liar. No! What? She never says liar. Oh no, I got mixed up. Log. Mother. Yes. Child. Yes. Sinner. Yes. You say the other one, that's cheating. Lover. Yes. Saint. Yes. Oh, I guess much tougher from one. You got all the big ones now. I'm gonna have to press it. Hell? No. Hell? Was it hell? hell. It's oh, hell. I miss it's hell. I'm, I'm hell. I'm, I'm your, your hell. hell. As I said, I'm your health. I'm a smell. She's not a smell. I'm going to have to call it there. I think Log got the most points. I did, but I got mixed up because I remembered that song as being like, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint. I do not take complaints. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I always remember it. For those playing along at home, uh, she is a bitch, a lover, a child, a mother, a sinner, a saint. She will not feel ashamed. All right. She's your hell, she's your dream, and she's, she's nothing, nothing in, in between. between. I was thinking about dream, but I couldn't get rid of her. I do not take complaints. <laughs> do not take complaints. <laughs> Please direct complaints to... <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there's also the oft-forgotten uh, last verse in which she says she's a bitch, she's a tease, she's a goddess on her knees, she's your angel on the cover, she's been numb, not currently numb. That's a trick one. Ah. She's revived and she can't say that she's not alive, meaning she is... Dead. Dead. Alive. Oh, oh, God. That was a tricky one. Yeah. Now that you've warmed up, we move on to Alanis Morissette, Hand in My Pocket. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going to give you the first line, the first part of the lyric. You need to give me what what the correct Ah. one is. Okay. I'm going to start start with Log. I'm broke, but I'm humble. Happy. Oh, fuck. Incorrect. Matt. Yep. I'm poor, but I'm... High. Paralyzed. No, no, no. I'm poor, but I'm kind. Okay. It's better to be high. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Buzz in for now, because you guys maybe don't know your Alanis Morissette. I'm short, but I'm... Heighty. No. Heighty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's heightful. <laughs> no, it's actually I'm short, but I'm healthy. Okay. Who yeah. would ever imply that it's not? That's actually dwarfish. You know what I mean? You look a bit short today. You're feeling all right. <laughs> I'm high, but I'm paralyzed. <laughs> I'm high and I'm paralyzed. <laughs> Somebody get me down. Bored. Grounded. What? I'm sane, but I'm wackadoo. Overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm lost, but I'm... On uh, a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm lost, but I'm sure I'll be there in 20 minutes. <laughs> right, we've just finished verse one. <laughs> okay, here we go. I feel drunk, but I'm... I'm drunk, but I'm... Sober. It's like sober. It's, it's the only sober. answer that I feel drunk, yeah, but yeah. I'm sober. I'm young and I'm erotically charged, <laughs> underpaid. Oh, I'm tired, but I'm f- f- faking it. Working, yeah. 
And what it all comes down to, I care, I but I I'm. This is this is these these ones don't make sense. I mean, now. she's not a good lyricist. I'm just putting that out there. I care, but I'm restless. I'll give you that one. I'm here, but I'm. This is a good one. I'm here, I'm here, but I'm. I don't know. I'm vacant. I'm here, but I'm really gone. Uh, oh, yeah. that's actually the high one. Yeah. Here and I really. Oh God! Now you've done the voice. It's all flipping back to me. <laughs> Right, we'll move on quickly from this because she really does devolve into some nonsense after that. For the bonus Alanis set round, where is Alanis Morissette? I'll try it again. <laughs> where, where is Alanis Morissette's hand? Right now. I like that third time you, you just gave up the pace. Yeah. I'm just going to do this now. Alanis Morissette. You just did. Oh, yeah, I did it. Do it right, again. Here we go. Where is Alanis Morissette's hand? Right now. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, uh, famously in the song, Hand in My Pocket, Alanis Morissette has one hand in her pocket while the other hand is doing something peculiar. Can you name the five things her other hand does in the song? Pressing a button on a lift. No, w- wagging it at a hostage. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Squeezing a policeman's bum. <laughs> no. Um, Come on. <laughs> ro- rolling a plasticine snake on a table. <laughs> None of these are the correct answers. Filing tax returns. No. You need two hands for that. Nah, I could do it with one hand. Come on. See how many ping pong balls she, she can pick up with one hand. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got one hand in my pocket and the other one seeing how many ping pongs I can pick up in one hand. <laughs> Shall I put you out of your misery? I know. One of them's uh, slipping a high five or something. See, it was slip a high five. It was something like that. Yeah, it's Giving a high five. Yeah, but I'm sure in the song she says she she phrased it in a very in a very whimsical way. Slipping you a greasy high a secret high five yeah after we've just made a imagine that quiet been, joke take, take, else take this and then, and then just go that's not a high, what was that? high five that's down below that oh, one yeah, was a sneaky five <laughs> um, for those playing along at home the five things a hand's doing giving a high five flicking a cigarette giving the peace sign playing the piano and hailing a taxi cab ah they all they all do ring bells yeah oh, why would you if you're playing the piano why would you have one of your hands in your pocket yeah, it's a bad, that's well, bad Why form. wouldn't you just take out the other hand and play it proper, Alanis? Maybe she's just like sidling up to it in a bar with one hand in her pocket. Or maybe she's playing a duet with a, a beloved friend. Maybe she's sat on the stool What, a with... beloved friend who lives in her pocket? Maybe it's Tori Amos <laughs> sat next to in her. In her pocket? And Tori Amos, well, she fucking goes at it. So they, well, I'm not going to put my hands, two oh, hands on the piano. You put it in your pocket just for safety? Get burned off. I'll just stick to a couple of high notes. Go, Well, Tori Amos plays the piano. If she had any respect for Tori Amos, she'd have one hand covering her mouth. The gasp <laughs> at the t- sheer piano playing talents of Tori Amos. Well, she's probably got knocked off the piano stool by Tori Amos because she writhes around the thing, doesn't she? She scoots up and down it. She goes, yeah, as if she's on like a, like a typewriter <laughs> carriage. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh. Log, is your nan dead yet? I'll check my phone. Regular features, regular features, regular features now. <laughs> That's all. So, are you ready to play Nanny Am You Dead Yet? Yeah! <laughs> Come on then, quickly, let's no time to waste. We're, we're racing against <laughs> the clock of time's natural rhythm. <laughs> so, first, everyone, take a simple card. Simpson Imagine round. a scene. We're all my nan. We're sitting in a, a kind of a, a lounge. 
And uh, we're all complaining about our most recent uh, symptom. So, so uh, adopt it, channel my nan, and just start sitting there complaining and draining the life out of the room, please. Oh, I'm terrified of being alone to the point where I will stand on a poof and await your return. She has done that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I can't remember who any of the people off of the telly are. Oh, I've got extreme bitchy resting face that uses up all of the vast swathes of loose skin. I just sit there looking like I hate everything. Oh. And um, she does go on stand on a poof. That's amazing. Well, uh, well, well, actually, that's not true. That's like what dogs it's a, do. It's a huge lie. But basically... Um, <laughs> but it's fun to imagine. <laughs> yeah, this is where she stands on a really low poof and just as a little silent protest. But she did say, I don't want to be left alone today. And then just, I've got to go to the shop. And then when we came back, she was trying to change the light bulb by standing on a poof. <laughs> no, no, that'll teach you. That'll teach you. I'll do some light housework. And that's what they, that's, they go, oh, oh, don't mind me. While you're out, I've just been standing at the top of ladders. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you, oh, you find me. Yeah. She's 96, by the way. I'll just, I'll just set fire to my dress then, shall I? Oh, I'm just, I'm just... You know what happens when I try to set fire to my dress when you're not here? <laughs> well, I'm rolling around on the hob. <laughs> <laughs> Now, imagine you're watching that scene through a screen and take a diagnosis card, people. What is... What is what, we are now doctors in the next room. Beep, 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 beep. Doctors famously beep. Beep. Well, I think she's a bit of a miserable old bitch, to be honest, when all's said and done. She's an eldritch ghoul who feeds off the potential of her daughters and needs to die. Jesus Christ, she's 96. That's like zombie territory. What do you fucking expect? It's all valid things. 96 years old? You've lost your claim on the world. What's the score? What's the score? So far, we're all... This is a cooperative board game. Yeah. Oh, we're, OK. We're, we're by moving the time, towards... It's like a game of life. We're all pips in the same car, and then we have to kick Log's nan... Or get her back in the car, one or the other. Yeah. And by the time we get to the end, we'll have worked out whether or not she's going to die today. For oh, God's oh. sake, this is important. This is important. Now it's time for the quickfire district nurse round. We've all got to give my nan a bath... For one minute, sure. speaking in broad Birmingham accents. Tuck your little pinny down. Oh, your tits buoyant. Hey, oh, oh. Let a goldfish. I put a goldfish in the bath for you. They need, they need a change of water every now and then. Goldfish is dead because of all of the disgusting dirt that's come <laughs> off your filthy body. You, what is wrong with you? NHS has gone to shit, hasn't it? <laughs> eh? They shouldn't be putting goldfish in the bath be respecting elderly people my my mum and my aunt blame the district nurse for my nan's current state of ill health because she said she'd report her to the hospital not report her refer her to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen this awful woman you should never accept her no, no, they said that she'd refer her to the hospital but she didn't for two weeks so wow. district nurse you killed my nan How about and district- that's why I'm so upset right now I'm keeping all of this paper so that we can we can give this out to one lucky reader as a play at home game <laughs> it is. Well, mm. put it on Shut Up, Sit Down. I'm sure it'll fly. I can't review this, unfortunately, because I know you too well, Log. Conflict of interest. Otherwise, I would be on oh, this like a, a hot spunk. Well, you could interview me as the creator of the game. Yeah, I could. 
Anyway. Well, that's that's how I deal with um, uh, trauma. Well, if the complications didn't kill her, board <laughs> if the complications weren't going to kill her, then that improv definitely did. <laughs> it was terrible improv. <laughs> I was bad. I didn't realise we had to do improv. It's Jesus. possible, isn't it? <laughs> she hasn't died. <laughs> we certainly did. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, about that. Thank you for listening to Regular Features. Maybe, maybe our death will have given her an extra few days. That's how she does operate. It's not by sucking the life <laughs> out of other people. Yeah. Do you love Jeanette? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you're lying. You're just pretending. Ah. You'll have to find out next week whether I love my nan or not. I do. You're just saying it. <laughs> you, 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 you're saying you do and then mouthing you don't. Oh, no, no. There's no way I can prove it in the court of podcast law. God damn you, Log. Well, hey, so, so you know what that just was? That was just was the 183rd episode of the Regular Features Podcast. <sighs> I'm, I, for one, I'm glad it's over. Really? If only because it brings us close to episode 184, which I know is going to be even better. Oh, uh, yeah. snaps. That's going to be a good one. Did you, did you like the one that we just did? What? Let's have a post-mortem. Much like that one. Dead now. <laughs> 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 you know the dead body I want to dissect right now? It's not my man. It's episode 183 of Regular Features. I thought it was all right. Oh, I thought no, it was pretty it was good, good, but then we just got caught out by some unexpectedly difficult improv at the end. But hey, who hasn't had that problem? I think we've been self-doubting enough in the outro. It'll play well with the readers. Yeah, I mean... It's good thinking. But hey, if you like the podcast and you'd like to help us out, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and donate whatever you like per episode yeah, what, whatever per episode you think it brings you in personal joy yeah or you can come to a live show and see us live in it, a place that the is tickets well are, good tickets are selling out like reasonably they are. quickly April the what I think it's April the 4th yeah. April the 4th at the Canal Cafe Theatre tickets are at least more, mostly sold out for that mm, one yeah. but there are two more dates coming up as well they're in on. May and June. And remember, if you are coming to one of the live shows uh, and you would like a T-shirt, all you need to do is send us uh, £10 to PayPal at regularfeaturespodcast at gmail.com and just let us know what size you'd like and when you'll be there and uh, we'll be there. And I might throw it at you. And I'm sorry about that. If you can't get with all that shit, either through reasons of poverty or distance, mm. then why not just give us a review on iTunes? Yes. Or just do nothing. Just lie back. Just having an awful time made better by this shit. Why not alienate a friend by making them listen to a podcast in which someone gleefully chats about his dead nan? Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good thing to do. You can find all of the information about the, the she's not dead shows. Yeah, she's not dead. She might be. Yet. She better be dead by the time this comes out. Otherwise, I'm going to be pissed off. Oh, no. I'm going to get weeks of features out. <laughs> Regular features. And when she does yes. die, I've got a feeling she's going to become a pussy pal. <laughs> oh, be so good. Oh, no rest for the wicked. Yeah. Convergence. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What? Regular feature. Yes. Re- Google regular features and find our website. I think it's quite easy to find it out. And um, yeah, you'll yeah. find all of the live yeah. show dates there. You'll get it. And all of that. Thank you for listening. We've had a fun time. We think you've... We hope you've had a fun time as well. <laughs> I assume oh, you have too. Shit. Almost I can me. only assume you've had way more fun than us. I almost crashed my car through the window of the Presumption <laughs> Cafe there. <laughs> oh, dear. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.